This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Howdy, 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 friends. It's so wonderful to be with you. Welcome. Happy, happy new year. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation. My name is Jeff Hunt. And if you're listening to the first time, welcome. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're very thankful we're not getting all the government we're paying for. Hey, I want to share a little cowboy wisdom with you. We always like to do that each segment. I love going through kind of the cowboy wisdom, cowboy poetry. And this one we've shared before, but I think it's very appropriate for the new year. I know last year was very hard on many of us. We're looking at you know a recession in the upcoming year. It's going to be hard. Life is hard. This is from John Wayne. Courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. Um, I, I hope you have courage in the new year. Uh, we've been talking about hope. If you missed any segment, why we have hope, what we can have hope in, I want you to go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com, get a chance to listen to the podcast there. In fact, we've got over 100 episodes of wonderful people I've had the chance to interview over this past year. So go check that out, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. Today's guest, Biff, the ambassador of Soul Gore. He's associate pastor of worship and care at Highline Community Church. He's a member of the board of trustees at Colorado Christian University, father of seven, husband of the amazing Marilyn. Uh, <laughs> he was on The Voice, which we're going to get to a little bit later. But uh, Biff, I want you to share a little bit of your background. You're a veteran. Uh, you, you, you have your PhD, uh, help people understand your back. Where were you born? Uh, tell us about your family and how you got to where you are today. Yeah. So I was born in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, in the heart of the, one of the most liberal cities ever built. <laughs> um, but also really, if you think about it, it's one of the cradles of American civilization because it was one of the Maryland's, one of the, uh, early colonies. And, um, Anyway, I grew up there on the East Coast in that deep, rich tradition of uh, uh, growing up in the South. Um, I'm a product of Baltimore. I went to Baltimore Public School. Um, I'm a University of Maryland guy. I also went to um, Uniform School of Medicine for, um, I, I, did, I did a PA program there. And then, uh, um, and then I got my PhD in public health. And, um, but the Lord called me. I was working in biotech and in, in, uh, the biotech industry. That's how I got to Colorado. I moved here in 1995, met my wife. Uh, it was love at first sight. We got mm. married um, um, within months. I mean, I'm talking like f- five and a half months. We were married and uh, uh, started a fa- started having kids probably three years after that, three and a half years after that. Um, and the Lord... Um, so I was working for in in, uh, in the transplant industry. I worked for a company in in Maryland that was a um, that was a go between between the University of Maryland and Johns Hopkins, and we coordinated all of their um, organ donations and transplants. So the donation part and the transplant piece we brought together, um, and so um, a, a biotech company recruited me. And uh, I was working for this company out of Atlanta called Cryolife. And they said, hey, you can move. We we need you to move west. And so um, they said, you can move to San Francisco or Denver. 
And uh, I got to Denver and I just fell in love with this place and I've been here ever since. Um, so that's that's sort of my history. The Lord, so when 9-11 changed my world, I was a um, partner in a company out of Boston, another biotech company. We were doing great. We met with the uh, the guys. We were um, we had just inked the deal to get some capital venture, some venture capital money, so we could expand our our organization. We were we were working in um, um, bio uh, bladder slings, uh, so we use we use human skin um, we to to create bladder slings, and there was some other plastic surgery procedures that we could do with that. Anyway, it was uh, and then we used a lot of that skin burn patients. But when 9-11 happened, um, I had just become a partner in this company. I had uh, pushed all my cards in um, as far as, uh, you know, financially. I I'd sold all my 401k. I had uh, pushed in all my stock options and uh, put a second mortgage on my house. and was like, hey, I'm, I'm totally in. And then 9-11 happened. And the guys who loaned us the money, as we just inked the deal, but we hadn't received the money yet, those towers fell. Their offices were on the 82nd floor. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And so what the Lord did through through that tragedy was I still stayed in the biotech industry. I, I started a company called Living Waters Transplant Foundation, and we basically just cons- I consulted other organizations on how they could be more efficient and effective in, in running their one, their public, their uh, policies, and two, their surgical procedures. Um, and um, so I did that as a as a small, uh, as a private business here. And um, and I started working in lay ministry. And the Lord just opened a door for me. And I, I, be, I basically, I didn't bargain with God because you can't bargain with God. I just said, Lord, if you open the door for me to work more in full-time ministry, um, wean me out, you know, winnow away this um uh the, the other stuff that I'm doing and so over the years um you know my 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 business became less and less and less and finally when I went on a voice in 2014 um I felt like the Lord was telling me it was time to to, to walk into full-time ministry and uh and that's what I've been doing ever since and you serve over at Highline Community Church. Tell us a little bit about your church. Wonderful church. If you're yes. looking for a church, this is a great church to to attend. I mean, you walk in the door and people are high fiving you, right? Yeah. It, it, you're not you're not going to be kind of like uh, shunned and people, you know, looking down and being like, uh, "Who is this ragamuffin that just walked into the church?" Um, you're going to get some coffee. You're going to get some muffins. People are going to be high fiving you. They're going to put right. their arm around you and welcome you, and then you're going to have a great experience. But tell us about this church. You serve passionately there, and tell us a little bit about the community as well. Yeah, we're we're an EPC church, so we're actually the granddaughter of Cherry Hills and Greenwood Village. We were launched by um, Greenwood Village, probably a Green, Greenwood Community Church, uh, 20, 20 years ago. And um, we are, like I said, we're Evangelical Presbyterian. We um, and when you come here, you know our, our worship is, I think, it's lively and upbeat, but it's not, you know. It, 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 you know, you're not getting the smoke machines and all the lights pointed in your face. It's, it's, um, it is what it is. It's, it's traditional, it's liturgical and, um, and, and, and uplifting. And then you'll get a gospel message that will knock your socks off 
that just preaches God's word unadulterated and and the way it was intended, and that is word for word, verse by verse from 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 the Bible, and you'll encounter some friendly people. So, I mean, uh, in a nutshell, that's that's what you get, and I think that's what you should be looking for. Just the word of God, simply taught, and music that um, th- that moves you to uh, and it motivates you to worship. And I know many of us are. It's a new year, and listen, we're going to be getting back into the gym. And hey, you know what? I'm going to maybe take church a little bit more seriously. I, you know, the the reason to go to church one is you get a. Ch- I mean, the most important reason is to worship, right? I mean, we we believe. That God is real and 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 we can bless God and we want to worship and celebrate, but the benefit, all right. So if you have children, one, you want to give them a religious foundation when it comes to their education in their lives, right? We we as parents, we think about quality schools all the time. I want to make sure they get a great head start. They want to go to a good school. I want to set them up for success. Well, part of that is making sure that they have a good, strong religious education foundation of their lives, that they know who God is, that they know God's active in their lives, that God has a plan for their lives. That's important. Um, and and one, be comfortable with the Bible, become lifelong readers of the Bible, not be uh, intimidated by reading that. So uh, one, the education, but two, listen, I know what it's like to be pulled in a million different directions and you're overwhelmed and you, you know things you have crises at work you have crises in your personal life and you need an hour at least an hour and a half once a week to just focus in on god just take a moment to just breathe and let that stuff fade away spend some time worshiping the lord have some good bible teaching that speaks truth into your life do you have somebody that's teaching you and speaking truth into your life because you can just be pulled oh my goodness in so many different directions and then you just don't know what's going on and you feel overwhelmed and depression starts to creep in uh do you have someone that's speaking truth so then you got the worship you got the bible teaching and then do you have friends do you have friends that you can text and go i'm having a really hard day and they text back and go you know what i'm praying for you i'm diving in i'm i'm gonna be there for you hey let's grab some coffee and so you have you have worship, you've got good music, and then you've got good teaching, and then you've got good friendship and good community. And then I'm going to even throw one more on there that's important for you. You need to be thinking about doing something other than just yourself. <laughs> you need to get out there. You need to go serve uh, those that are uh, homeless. Uh, we're you know I've done a few of these trips. We go down to Juarez, Mexico. We build houses down there for uh, people, families that don't have homes down in Mexico. And what you find is that you will be blessed. You will have more joy in your life. You'll have more happiness in your life. You will be thinking about things other than just the own problems that, that, and I understand they're serious problems, but sometimes you just got to get out of your own head and think about other people and serve them. And you will find that you will, will live a much more enriched life if you do so. Friends, we've been talking to Dr. Biff Gore. When we come back, I want to get into what everyone's been waiting for. What was it like to be on The Voice, right? This major television show that he did very well in and got to be, I want to hear all the details. You've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We're going to be right back after these messages. 